You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. In the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity, amen. Please be seated. Increase our faith. The apostles seem to have a simple request for Jesus. They want their trust in Jesus and their fidelity to him to be strengthened. The apostles have left everything they've had to follow Jesus, families and properties and careers, yet still they recognize that their faith needs increasing. Think of all the wonderful things that they can do by faith, the miracles, incredible things. They can move mountains, even mulberry trees. Yet if we are to trust more fully in God, to live a life more faithfully to God, all false illusions of ourselves must be stripped away. So Jesus offers his disciples a parable However, this parable of his might not be the most comfortable for us to hear. It presupposes the institution of slavery and does not challenge that institution in a way that we would want it to. It is told in a culture that cannot imagine a society without slaves. And it is told to those who owned slaves or had formerly owned slaves where it leads to those who could imagine themselves owning slaves. And Jesus asked them, who could imagine inviting their slave, tired from a day's labor, to join them in a meal? And these disciples certainly could not imagine doing that. It would seem all too right to them that the slave would serve them the meal before they would eat themselves. However, this parable takes the surprising turn by causing these disciples to imagine themselves as the slaves in their relationship to God. No longer the master, they are the ones who are to say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. Jesus knows his apostles. He knows what they need to hear. They perhaps have an inflated sense of self. After all, they left everything to follow Jesus, family and career and property. Perhaps they are more deserving of God's love, they think to themselves. Thus, they need this cure. They need to see that none of these works make them more deserving of God's love than anyone else. God's love cannot be earned because God has already freely given it to them. However, calling oneself a slave will not help everyone strip away illusions about themselves, especially those who have been marginalized because of their gender or sexual identity, race or ethnicity, ability, social class, or any one else 
who has been told over and over again that they are worthless. Those who already think that they are undeserving of God's love and cannot believe that God already loves them freely will gain nothing by calling themselves a worthless slave. Both the illusion of the ability to earn God's love and the illusion of the inability to receive God's love must be stripped away if we are to have a deeper trust and a stronger faith in God. With these obstructions cleared from our path, we can better understand God's constant abiding and faithful love for us. It is this sort of faith that Habakkuk addresses God. How long, O God, shall I cry for help and you will not listen? Habakkuk sees the evils and violence in the world around him and wonders how long until God will act. I wonder if St. Paul, in his letter to Timothy, was thinking the same thing as he was in prison. How long, O oh God, will you act until you will act? I wonder how many of us here this morning have the same question as we see the evils and violence in the world around us. How long, O oh God, until you act? How long, O oh God, until you write all the wrongs of the world around us? Oh, how long, O oh God, will you behave like we think you ought to behave? Behave like your character in the past that you have told us who you are. God indeed will answer Habakkuk. God says that God is working in ways that Habakkuk cannot even understand. And yet Habakkuk remains unsatisfied. Habakkuk demands an answer from God. He will set himself on his watch post. He will wait and watch for God, trusting and expecting that God will act one day that God would act in his time, that God would give him an answer. God was acting, acting in Habakkuk's time. God was acting in St. Paul's time, and God continues to act in our time, even though we do not always see it or understand it. We see the violence of the world, and we cannot comprehend how God is stopping it. We see the evil of the world and cannot comprehend how God is undoing it. Nevertheless, we who are dear to God will live through God's own faithfulness to us. Through all the evils and all the violence that the world throws at us. We will live through the love that God has for us, and we will live in God by our fidelity to the one who loves us. As we take up our watch posts and faithfully wait for God to act in our time. Amen.